Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Sure. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now of 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Four o'clock here in the Music City, so you know what time it is. Time for the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin McKenzie. I'm looking at the McFarlane's video feed, which is, I mean, it's it's solid. It looks good, that's for sure. But hey, now we're back into the afternoon stretch. Just 100% had to make sure that it is the afternoon stretch, and it is also valentine's day love you boys happy valentine's day how are y'all doing doing good i don't have a valentine (laughs) (laughs) stupid couldn't be a you problem huh yeah how you gonna get fired before valentine's day (laughs) how you gonna get fired on your day off (laughs) i can't believe i missed the boat on that i got fired on my day off yeah crazy yeah you did devlin you have a valentine today yeah you're hungry i'm starving yeah. Devlin wanted me to pick up food from Slim Chickens for him, and I wasn't able to today, and I can already tell he's mad at me. I'm just, just <laughs> devastated. But yeah, first Valentine's Day, man. Feels good. First Valentine's Day with the new uh, the new lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this going to be the last one? Who knows? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> no, no. She She seems like she's really smitten with you. What'd she call you? I saw your Instagram post. It was... Uh, your cu- her cute boy. Pretty boy. Pretty boy. That's what it is. Her pretty boy. Yeah. Pretty pretty boy. That's where we're going to start going. Devlin Pretty Boy McKenzie. That might be your, your like, your, we've been looking for your radio, like, on-air moniker, like, nickname. That might be it. I like that one. Yeah. I, I can deal with that one. That's a good one. That's a good pretty one. Pretty boy Dev. Pr- pretty boy Dev. Corked up boy Dev. That could, be, <laughs> that could be the Twitter handle. I don't know. Oh, I hope everybody else is having a good Valentine's Day. Me and my wife don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, I'm going to tell you why now. But we don't. We just never have. Well, we talk for a reason. So tell us why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I mean, twist my arm. You know what I mean? Uh, I We don't because it's a commercial holiday. I don't need one day to show my wife that I love her. I tell her every single day and show her every single day. And in the ways of my acts and not just promises that are kept on a card for one day a year that i just chuck at her and say read it that's how i feel it would be nice if you could just like not love your wife until the one day a year like that'd be that'd be cool uh frankly sir a lot of people do that (laughs) and that's not just wives uh that's wives not loving their husbands back either that is uh that is already a problem in this world so yeah no that, that, that does happen that does happen so hopefully the people listening it does not happen to you uh so hopefully and remember uh nah i was gonna make a joke about people being alone on valentine's day but whatever yeah it's already sad you know what i mean 615-844-5600 that's where you cannot be alone you could be with us here on the show we want you to join in on the conversation always want to talk to our adoring listeners people out there we appreciate you so much on this valentine's day love you so much that's what we want to make sure everybody knows yeah Hey, can I make an announcement? I finally made my burner account. So everyone here needs to go follow it. Bruno made a burner account on Twitter. Yes. I'm very excited. What's the, I mean, if, how to follow? That's a big boy season 69. Big boy season yeah, 69. SZN for season. Not much of a burner account anymore. That's, yeah, that's the point. See, that, he want, I, I don't get it either, Devlin. 
and that, I think that's the magic of it. You know how you guys are like, I don't get it. I think that's going to be the fun part about it. The fun of the burner account was not knowing it was Kevin Durant the entire time. So it's it's an inside joke for the show. Right. And the only way people understand that is if it's on the show. But if I'm in AJ Brown's mentions, like, I could kick your ass. They a lot of people are gonna see like gonna be like who's this guy? And then they have to watch the show to realize the joke. That's pretty Is, good. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm following. I, I think, yeah, if they do watch the show, they'll get it. Outside of that, you'll just be a burner account, which is exactly the point. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, it'll be fun for me. And as long we'll as see, I'm hey, we'll, we'll see, see how it plays out. You know, we're in Music City, the like the in the music industry that I'm not a part of. They say like when they have an, an idea, and they don't know. They'll say, I think it has some legs. Yeah, I think that's got legs. Yeah, I, I think that can walk up and and run around. Who knows? We'll see what happens with it. Yeah, I was uh, I took a music class with a guy from the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame, and he they always said that. So, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got legs. We'll see what happens. And talk about industry that's ran on true. Like you, t- <laughs> we always talk about vibes. That's an industry ran on vibes. Yeah, straight the music industry. They're just they just. They're just throwing darts while on Coke. That's all they're doing. <laughs> Coca-Cola, that's what you mean. Uh, <laughs> no, the drug. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 615-844-5600. Once again, if you want to jump in. Derek Carr, released. Gone. He's not here anymore. No longer with the Raiders. And all the Titans rumor mill is a buzz about getting Derek Carr to the Tennessee Titans. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope. You're getting Ryan Tannehill, and you'll like it. That's all. Uh, frankly, that's it. Like, and what's a better, better option? Let's say that. Oh my God, I don't know. What's better? What's better, Coke or Pepsi? Uh, who cares? It's, just, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's it, it's like the people back when the Xbox versus PlayStation was like an actual big argument, and people like were like, "No, my product is better." Like it. Who cares? And that's really what Ryan Tannehill and Derek are. If you don't have one of the, if you don't have um, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Uh, who else even is there? Lamar Jackson. Like, who cares? That's 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 where we're at right now. You're not winning in the NFL without one of these guys. Lamar Jackson. Even that one's kind of that's like the. Line. I think. Well, I think he frankly is feels stiff by his organization. Which, yeah, it's the game. It is the game. Go somewhere where they'll pay you that money, and then put your because they're expecting him to put his body on the line the way Patrick Mahomes does. Patrick Mahomes has five hundred. Yeah, he has his contract already. Yes, and and he he shows the right way athletes can approach it, where you do fight through pain. Why is Lamar Jackson going to fight through his injury? He doesn't have guaranteed money. And to the Ravens' credit for that conversation, Patrick Mahomes is the outlier in that world of like getting your contract oh, yeah. and then going to the next level. He is the outlier. That's a guy you can tell that's not motivated by money. He's motivated by actual competition. And he has the money because of that. There's a long, long laundry list of players that got their money and dipped and were no more. They didn't. They didn't do anything. They didn't show up after that. They just got their money and ran. So that's to the Ravens' credit on that side. I understand that. But Derek Carr to the Tennessee Titans. People are clamoring. People are thinking that's going to fix things. Personally. I don't think it does. Do I think he's better than Ryan Tannehill, though? Yes. I do think Derek Carr is better than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, is it worth... Okay. Is it but worth I don't know if it trouble? fixes the, fixes the no. ethos. Hey, no. Well, when I talk about 
the things the Titans should do, should and shouldn't do. You know, it's with the hopes of eventually winning a Super Bowl. That's the goal of all 32 teams in the National Football League. You want to win a Super Bowl. Right. But I think talking Derek Carr to the Titans is essentially the same realm as radio stations talking Eric Bieniemy making a lateral move as OC. Like it's like we're not we're not we're not getting better, and there's potential to be worse with Derek Carr. Like we're throw, Ryan Tannehill has been the leader of this team for X amount of years. Like at least he has that that stature with the program, the franchise, and he's had success here. Like and Derek Carr is a total unknown, which some people look at that with optimism, but in reality, it's a big hurdle to go through. And if it, it could go just as worse as ever. Now people are going to say, well, we have to try, right? We have to try. We have to try and make a move for a big dogger event. What has Derek Carr shown with he had every uh, – the Las Vegas Raiders should not have been bad. There was no excuse for, for how bad they were. And he was the leader. And now these stories come out where he's like he doesn't – you know, they were putting pressure on him to be the leader and take credit and take responsibility and own up to it. And he, he, he was – the internal reports state that he collapsed under the pressure, which is why they released him. All I'm saying is that would you go after your friend Sloppy Seconds? I don't think so. I think there is more – there's more to the Raiders situation because you look at – Devontae Adams, one of the top wide receivers last week, last season in, in statistical categories, right? That's because of Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs, once again, because of Derek Carr. That There's a correlation of that. Um, the Raiders had a terrible defense, which is really the reason why they lost games. They, it wasn't like they couldn't score points. Uh, did Derek Carr, was he, is he the Patrick Mahomes level that can just take any team and make them all better? No. But I think the real question the Titans fans need to ask themselves, and not this – Oh, let's just say Derek Carr is going to fix everything. The real question is, do you think that this Titans team that is coming up is better than the Raiders teams that Derek Carr has been on? Because the answer, the answer is no. The answer is clearly no. This is why would Derek Carr, he's not going to get traded anymore. He's going to be able to pick his spot. He's going to be able to say, wherever I want to go is where I want to go. It's not going to be, oh, let me go out to the Tennessee Titans where they have one wide receiver one-ish. ish. They have an aging star running back who's still good, and they have a terrible offensive line. That That's where that's where I want to go. I, I want to go there. The Titans have nothing. The Titans are the bad suitor in this one. I think the real... If you're really saying like the power dynamic of this is Derek Carr coming to the Titans is a step down from where he's been. It's a step down for everybody. It's just it's not a it's not a good frankly, like the Titans aren't a good fit for anybody. The Titans aren't a good fit for anybody in free agency. The Titans if, if the Titans are gonna make any move at quarterback, it has to be a draft. It has to be a draft move. Um Derek Carr is a good fit for Carolina. The Jets, maybe? The Jets are that, the ones that at least came out and have said, like, we'll pay money for the veteran quarterback, and this is – I mean, he fits all the boxes. Yeah. At least what they say. Yeah, but then, but then again, they're, they're waiting on an actual good quarterback like Aaron Rodgers to maybe be on the market. There is – there's something to be said about the way the market reacts to something. Like, if Derek Carr is not setting up meetings or a million – he's – Derek Carr is visiting with the worst teams in the NFL. It's not like he's some big get. It's not like this is Tom Brady's free agency when he went to Tampa. I think Derek Carr, frankly, 
is just not an elite quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a – where would you put him if you're throwing and, top 32 and, in the whole league, where are you putting him at? He might be around 16 with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You could mix I, 15 and 16, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr. I wouldn't argue it either. I'd rather, go with, I'd rather go with the devil I know with Ryan Tannehill. That's just me. I, I That's me being honest. I know it's not the entertaining take. I think Derek Carr has more longevity, though, than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, you you say that. You say that until anybody that plays behind Dennis Daly is just going to get flattened <laughs> murdered. Uh, every Titans quarterback has just been murdered every single season. 3,522 yards last year, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. He had a QBR rating of 86.3 on the season. And, I mean, if you look at the numbers of, of Derek Hart, they're good. They're no, really, really he's good. Not worth, he's, not worth the, he's not worth the money. It's just not worth it. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. He, Derek Carr, because someone make the valued argument for Derek Carr coming to Nashville and how it makes sense on the financials, and combine that with how we're going to improve, because it's just not. It's not. It's not a. It's a lateral move. That's what we're doing. We're making lateral moves. I would rather us ride just ride with what we have, and if we suck, at least we get a good draft pick. But if we keep making these these like mid-level moves, mid-level moves, and then we stay on the mid-level, we're never going to get the guys we need to be on this team. Right. It, it's the it's what we've been talking about since the Titans' season officially ended is this is a rebuild. This is a rebuild scenario right now. This is a you need to fix this team. The offense is just too far gone. You can't, you can't patch it together anymore. It's not – you know, bringing in a Robert Woods and and trying to grasp for what they could do or could be or what they once were, you're not going to be able to do that. And that's simply why John Robinson got fired. That When you fire a GM, you're rebuilding with the new GM. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand Rand Carthon saying all the things, looking all the things. That's great. He's saying, oh, I'm going to be – I'm going to wait to be a leader on the team. You don't want to – I mean, can you be? Can you imagine being a a new GM – and your first big move, I brought Derek Carr to Nashville. <laughs> that that can't be it. That cannot be it. I will not let it be it. <laughs> what are you, you going to do, Stop? I don't it. know. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna call in something. <laughs> I'm going to call in some favors. We're not going to let it happen. I got Donald Trump on the phone right now. We will not make this happen. Please, President Trump. <laughs> Save Trump, us. Please. It's one of the best videos. Definitely love that one. Definitely like that one. Uh, no, but it, it is a it is it is a situation where Titans fans, for some reason, are wanting him. They, they are. And look, could Derek Carr be a good quarterback? Absolutely. He's been a good quarterback his whole career. He's been a statistically a good quarterback his entire career with the Raiders. He's not been bad. Derek Carr, Derek, I'm trying to, what What was the words they used in the manifesto? Derek Carr has been an absolute disaster for the human race or for the Tennessee Titans franchise. It's like the Unabomber's little manifesto. I, I just, there's not a single thing this guy does that is, abs, like, that's impressive. He threw deep to Devontae Adams. Anybody can do that. Absolutely anybody can do that. No, but that was, that's just and one year. And he's you, commanding like what, 35, 40 million at least on the open market? He gives you consistency. 
He gives you a consistency, and I think, especially looking at the stats throughout the years, he's had good targets, obviously. Amari Cooper there at one point. Uh, Darren Waller was a good target for a while. I don't know what happened to him. But you look through his, his last few years, 2022, 3,500 yards. That was with Darren. Uh, uh, that was with, uh, just forgot his name for some reason, even though you just said it, uh, Devontae Adams. 4,800 yards in 2021, 4,000 yards in 2020, 4,000 yards in 2019, 4,000 yards in 2018. I mean, he's been good. He's been good for the Raiders. The Raiders have other issues on their team. That's obvious. But I, I know he can bring consistency. But what he he's not going to be able to do what Patrick Mahomes does or what Tom Brady does and just show up and be the best player on the field and make the team better around him. That's not That's not special. He's not special in that way. He's good as an NFL quarterback. He's going to give you consistent play, but the Titans don't need that. Titans need to find whoever that guy is. No, the, the the teams that are running for Derek Carr don't have a QB. We have a Derek Carr level QB right now. We have one, and we right? don't. We don't. Nobody should want him. By the way, you got, time to move on from Ryan Tannehill. No matter what, time to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Take take the take the move here from the Raiders as maybe sparking the light. All right, we're saying that. How how do we get out of there out of the contract? He's got one more year. No, I think his last year is this. Like this was his last year. They have an opt out now. They have an opt out here. It's a buyout, obviously, but yeah, you have an opt out now. And you think they're you think they're even remotely considering? I think that. you should. I think you should. The way the way Mike Vrabel's talking, like, it's not, hey, Rand Carthon got hired, so I asked Ryan Tannehill about it. You think that sounds like? I'm just saying. I. I get entertaining the conversations, but... Titans need to rebuild is what I'm saying. They need to rebuild and need to get a young quarterback and join the fray of what's going on rebuild with the NFL. Is a re, well, rebuild is just extremely rare in the NFL. And the Titans no one will say it, right? Well, no one will say it, but it's it's very easy to point out. Houston Texans were on a tank and they were on a rebuild. Now they're going to get one of the young quarterbacks. The Titans aren't on a rebuild, frankly. They're not. The Titans are not on a rebuild. The, Mike Rabel has a bad season. He's at threat of being fired. There is no rebuild. There's Rand Carthon can't come out and be like, we're on a rebuild, baby. We give me two to three years. That's just not going to happen. They'll all get fired. Everyone will get fired. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's going to say they're in a rebuild, but they need to. And really, I guess rebuild would, would institute the entire team. The defense is good. The defense, you can, you can live with the defense that the Tennessee Titans have. The offense needs to be rebuilt. That's the better way to say it. I guess the offense needs to be rebuilt. Needs to be refocused, reimagined, whatever you need to use. That's what needs to happen. Derrick Henry can't be your lead cow anymore. You can use him. That's not bad. But I think that we've talked about this before. Move no, on from Derrick. No, Henry. my my hot yeah my my hot take. If there was ever one as a Titans fan is yeah Derrick the Derrick Henry era in Tennessee is over and con and just constantly going back to this you know hope that he's going to will us through games. That's that's just not a that's not a recipe for success long-term in the NFL. And we're every year we keep going with Derrick Henry, every year we're going to get a little bit more behind the eight ball. And that's, mm. what's, that's what's happened. All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick up more Titans conversation. Greg Arias with SI will be joining us to talk about what's going on with the Titans, what he thinks, all that fun stuff on the other side here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Give yourself a little bit of extra time out here. Plenty of radar on 24, especially in parts of Rutherford County out towards Coffee County. It's increasing already. I-40 uh, there at Fessler's. Uh, 24 still looks good right now as you continue out towards Rutherford County there on 24 East at Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. I'm telling you, these guys are absolutely awesome. I've known them for years. Log on to their website at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, it's going to be sunny with a high of 64, mainly clear tonight, low 38. For Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high 66, mostly cloudy Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The show that makes the average person say, hey, I can do that. The Afternoon Stretch. The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. Just a couple of guys in a room having fun on Valentine's Day. That's all we are. That's all we are right now. Just having, just having a good time talking ball. That's what we're doing. And now we get to bring a fourth guy in. <laughs> There's nothing better than big white guys talking sports, and that's what we're about here. Guys being dudes. <laughs> and we're about to be some guys being dudes. Uh, let's talk some Tennessee Titans now with Greg Arias, good buddy of mine, also now covering the Tennessee Titans with alltitans.com, Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Greg, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. 
Thanks for having me in. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So Tennessee Titans today, the 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 state of the Tennessee Titans. Where where because you're jumping back into it. Obviously, I know you keep up with the Tennessee Titans, uh, but now back professionally doing it. Where when you think Tennessee Titans current state, where do you where do you give that? Where does where does your brain go? Well, I think it's somewhere above what it was uh, during the Mike Malarkey days, but uh, certainly not what it has been in at least two years ago when this team was the division champ. And I say that because you got to think about what happened and what this team endured last year, the injuries that they had, the offensive line being a mess. And yet in the midst of a six game losing streak, they went to Jacksonville and led with two minutes and 51 seconds to go in that game that would have won them the division. So I saw a thing yesterday where FanDuel did a much too early ranking and had Jacksonville at number nine. I think that's way too high. They had the Titans at 24. I think that's a little bit low. I think those numbers are closer to the middle of the pack for both of those teams because if Jacksonville is really that good in number nine, then they should have had no trouble disposing of that Titans team in Jacksonville in the final game of the season and not have had to waited for a fumble recovery to have won that game to ultimately win the division. I, it, it, I understand that thought. And just to go a little bit deeper into that, I, it is that one game. But when you look at that Tennessee Titans season, it's the seven-game losing streak I think that a lot of people are going to point towards more than just the one singular play or the one singular game even at that one. The, do you think that at all is going to play a factor going into this next season, just the amount of losing they did at the end of that season and really the the way they did have a, a vice grip on the AFC South? We I, I, I sat here, and I imagine a lot of other people did at some point in, in, in that season and said, well, Titans are definitely going to win the AFC South. I mean, they have like a 90-whatever percent chance. And then nobody expected what was going to happen, obviously. They thought at least going to pick up one win on that time frame, and they never did, obviously. Uh, do you think that's going to affect this season, especially how they look at this offseason going into the next season? Well, every year has an effect on the, the next year, obviously. Uh, they've got some tough decisions to make as far as the salary cap. But if you go back and look, Kansas City just won the Super Bowl. This team went into Kansas City and had an opportunity to beat the Chiefs on their home field with Malik Willis playing quarterback and not Ryan Tannehill. So that kind of is another example of where – this team is not as bad as potentially that seven-game stretch. Now, don't get me wrong. They lost the games, okay? But given the factors of what they went through as far as the injuries, Tannehill and, and so forth and so on, uh, it was just a lot to overcome. But they've got some decisions to make on Tannehill for one, Taylor Lewan for another, uh, Bud Dupree. These are all guys, Robert Woods, that uh, I think probably more than likely – won't be back with the team next year, with the exception of perhaps Tannehill. Uh, we have to see what kind of happens with him. Uh, Rappaport put out today that the Titans are interested in Derek Carr, who's going to be released tomorrow by the Raiders. I think those things come down to numbers. What's Carr going to want? What can they possibly do in a restructure with Tannehill to get themselves some more uh, capital to be able to go into free agency and, and sign some guys that uh, can help this team, and in particular on the offensive line. Talking with Greg Arias, covering Tennessee Titans for alltitans.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Bruno Reagan, what do you got for Greg? 
Greg, I wanted your opinion on the Titans. Probably the biggest thing, the reason that they have these failures that no one talks about. Well, they talk about it, but not as much as they should compared to quarterback issues is the injuries. The Titans have led the league for what seems like the past two to three years in injuries by a mile. It's not even close. And I wanted your take on what do you think causes these injuries? Because a lot of people point, oh, the strength staff, or is it maybe a practice structure or a Mike Vrabel thing? And how much is that an issue for the the Titans going forward to answer? I think it's a big issue to answer. You've got to figure out what's causing it. Some of it could certainly be bad luck. We know, and you know, as a player in, in college and in playing professionally, that injuries are going to happen. You're going to suffer them. And some guys can play through them. They're not that serious. They're beat up, but they can continue on the field. Uh, some guys can't. They're going to miss time because of these things. And I can't tell you if it's the strength and conditioning staff. That's certainly one thing that you look at and say, okay, what are we doing? How are we doing it? And could this be changed in a way that limits some of these injuries? You know, a lot of that, and you know this better than I, Bruno, the the soft tissue injury kind of thing that comes from uh, working out and the way that they do things. If they're doing things one way in the weight room and it's causing them to have these issues with soft tissue that lead to injuries on the field, that's certainly something that can, can be addressed. But uh, that's a little over my pay grade and probably everybody else's. I think that's something that the Titans, uh, that would be a question that needs to be asked following the draft once he's had some time to get in and look at things of Rand Carthen and of Mike Vrabel to kind of see what they think uh, has kind of been the issue behind that. But there's certainly something that's gone on with it that's caused this. Absolutely. Hey, and you mentioned it. NFL drafts coming up. It'll be here before you know it. And for me personally, it doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you have. If you don't have the protection for them, you're throwing a valuable asset in, in a very risky situation. So I'm I want to stick with Ryan for now. Ryan Tannehill, maybe go tackle. What are your thoughts for the Titans coming up in this draft? You know, there's a lot of mock drafts and I've done the, you know, there's some of them you can do that are simulators. You can get on there and go through and draft your own players and kind of see how the, how it plays out. And I've done several of those. But my thing, and you know this, rookie left tackles, no matter how good they potentially are by the time that they become veterans, usually struggle a little bit in the NFL if they're thrown into the game week one of their rookie season. So for me, I would like to see – Yes, you can add an offensive lineman there, but I think in free agency, and I wrote an article today that will be going up shortly on the site about a couple of guys that I like. Now, you're going to have to pay, but you know this, a left tackle in the NFL is a valuable and position, and it's going to cost you some money. But uh, there are a few guys out there in free agency. I won't give the article away as to who I put in there, but I think you've got to go out and get a left tackle that's a veteran, that's a player that can come in and you don't have to worry about struggling. Now, if you want to put a guard next to him, that's a rookie. That's a, a little bit of a, a better option to me than left tackle, perhaps center. We still don't know what's going to happen with Ben Jones. Is he coming back or is he going to hang it up? And then obviously you got to figure out what to do with Nate Davis. Will they re-sign him? Will they let him walk? And then what are you going to do with Frere on the uh, right tackle side? So there's, there's questions across the board there that have got to be answered. But again, to me, you've got to have a veteran at left tackle. I don't want to go into this season with if Frere's the – right tackle you've got a rookie left tackle out there so you've got a guy that struggled a bit at times partly because he didn't get a lot of help as a rookie last season and then a total rookie this year coming in on your left side you're not doing your quarterback any favors with that either in my opinion 
talking with Greg Arias. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Covers Tennessee Titans for AllTitans.com. There, there's so many ways. I mean, obviously, we get to sit here and pontificate for the next six months or whatever it is till we actually see the team on the field. But there, in my mind, Greg, it seems like the the notion when I think Tennessee Titans football offense, it's just always been running the ball keep I mean didn't matter what coach it is they, they're always wanting to be predicating on running the ball and being effective on the ground the NFL has just clearly surpa- surpassed that type of style and the Titans are really one of the few teams you can maybe put up there with you know maybe the 49ers do it uh, maybe the Browns do it but that's really about it that really predicate running the ball uh, with a power running style uh, it feels like to me the move has to be this offseason shop Derrick Henry around or try to build off of this, you know, this new era of what really football is and go with a more vertical passing attack. Well, I see your point and I get it, but I still think you can win. And I go back to the college game. Now, don't get me wrong. I know college and pros a little bit different, but we've seen college before the NFL go to the air raid and all these throw it all over the place. But you look at Georgia, they can still line up as a college football team and run the ball with power when they need to and dominate the sport. So I don't think that the NFL is that much different in the fact that you can't be a power running team. But what the Titans have got to do, they've got to fix the offensive line, obviously. you got to settle on your quarterback, and if it's Tannehill, if it's Derek Carr, if they go after Aaron Rodgers, whomever, and then you got to get some receivers out there. You look at Philadelphia. They go out and, and trade for A.J. Brown from the Titans. They draft Devontae Smith. Now, I know they came up short in the Super Bowl, but that's a pretty good pair of receivers. The Titans have got Traylon Burks. You go into this draft – you find a receiver there. You maybe find somebody in free agency. You hope that Kyle Phillips can come back. And you put a few weapons out there on the field that can move the football when you have to throw it. And I think you can still run the football. And I think Derrick Henry can be a big weapon for this team moving forward if you fix those other two positions so that he's got some help and not all the weight is on him to run the football 40 times a ball game. How sad should Titans fans be that Jeff Saturday is not the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts? There's a lot of people are hoping on that one. Well, you know, that's a great question. I don't know much about the new coach other than he's coming in, uh, you know, with a pretty good reputation. But until you get a head coach in there and you see what he's going to do, it's hard to know. I think certainly the Colts in a similar situation to the Titans in that they've got a bunch of holes to address. Um, they've got, in fact, more holes than the Titans. And I mentioned that ranking, the two early power ranking, the Colts were 31st and the Texans were 32nd. So uh, not a lot of respect going on other than for Jacksonville from the AFC South. So we'll just have to wait and see. And kind of the same goes with the Texans. You know, we, D'Amico Ryans comes in as a great defensive mind. Obviously, he did wonderful things in San Francisco, big-time coaching prospect. prospect. But uh, what's his what's his staff and what's his team going to look like when he's the head guy making all those decisions? So uh, that's a little bit of a wait and see. And I think we're going to have to wait and see a little bit about the Titans too. What are they going to look like with Tim Kelly? That's a bit of an unknown. How much stock do you put in these uh, like off season? Because a lot of the times these power rankings they're just a continuation of the success of last season. But as we've seen with the NFC East, I mean the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, the way they turned it around after a historically bad division, you know, it seems like. 
No one knows. It's all clickbait. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. That, that's what it is. It's designed to uh, get people talking. This particular uh, site that did it was FanDuel. They want people to come on their site. They want people to bet on these things. You know, you take a long shot, you put a thousand to one on the Texans or whatever the number might be, and the Texans wind up making the playoffs. You know, people are going to make money, but you're trying to get them on your site to to gamble if you're FanDuel, and it gives us something to talk about. And we certainly wrote about that today. Uh, you know, it, at this time of year, there's not a lot going on. We're waiting to go to Indy to get to the combine and to see the guys work out when we've got some. Uh, actual idea of what's going on with that. Obviously, free agency is big. What do the teams do? Because that's going to tell us a lot about what's going to happen in the draft. If the Titans are able to fix their offensive line in free agency, then they're probably going to go draft receivers. If they fix the receiver core in free agency, then you can look draft. So those kind of things are, are remain to be seen about, you know, what's going to happen moving forward with this. But it's all speculation at this point. Nobody knows 100% sure. Are the Eagles and the Chiefs going to be really good next year in Super Bowl contenders? Yes. But after that, you know, you can throw a few teams at the top of the board, but then you can throw the rest of them in a pile and kind of drag them out and see, you know, the middle of the pack is going to be a toss-up, I think. Our guest has been Greg Arias. You can cover all his work on alltitans.com, or you can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Greg, thanks so much for coming on, man. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it and enjoyed it. Good stuff from Greg. We'll definitely have Greg on more through the offseason and then obviously into the season as we go on because uh, it's this is the time, baby. This is the time where you can make – you could say anything and it could be true because – Josh Allen's not a top-five quarterback. That's been true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're really being honest, he was good for fantasy football. <laughs> Championship. Two, actually. Won two championships this year. We're like the Eagles and Chiefs for real. I mean, really, though. I, I, I will say – it sucks. Like, Kayla, congratulations. You won the Listener League twice, but me and Bruno have taken home the, the gold, the real gold. Back-to-back mm -hmm. uh, -back years now in the Listener League. So, I just, just know, know where your bread's buttered. Know Can anyone buttered. step up? We want the listeners to get involved. We get them involved, and we, we just crush them like little ants. I, I, I gave everybody, like, a 12-game head start, too. I lost every game up until, like, the last five that mattered, and then I got in and just mowed my way through the championship. So... I, I made it easy. Devlin will be in it next year. Devlin's going to get rocked. Yeah, probably. He'll be like, Devlin, Ray. you're going to get rocked. He'll be like, playoff spot. You're <laughs> like, Ray. No, nah, you don't want to do that. You don't do that. Ray was talking so crazy. I was like, maybe this guy is like a fantasy guru. No, not, it wasn't even close. He couldn't, he couldn't figure out of the phone call we were doing, the Twitter space, and missed like three draft picks. Yeah. I was, that's the <laughs> one thing. Picked, like the first three picks, <laughs> which sometimes actually is beneficial. Yeah. Uh, 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you back after this here on the Afternoon Stretch. Good afternoon. I just moved a couple of stalled vehicles to the side in a tricky spot. 24 eastbound at Harding Place. It's already heavy. 24 east headed out to Murfreesboro. Radar spotted earlier. I-40 in Dixon County out through Wilson County. Watch yourself uh, on I-40, especially around 840. Hey, Nash Painting Services all of Middle Tennessee. Check out their website. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
The sixth annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Rams, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's she oh she's a gangster. Uh, oh, she knows what she she's does. a gangster. She knows what she does. Yep. Craig Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Afternoon Stretch. The best show? Nah, I don't know if I can say that, man. I'm going to move on to the next one. The Afternoon Stretch. Bernard Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. like you're off today, Bernard. I feel like I'm off, too. Yeah. USA Judo, though, in the house. 
Hey, man. That's not the stolen shirt, was it? No, no, no. That one. That one's a little bit more official. This is like a chill one you can get at TJ Maxx. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just love the country. Hey, yeah. baby. Shout out. Yeah, I think... Uh, Birds, uh, eagles, uh, beer, uh, Daisy Dukes. I think probably for me, I got into a routine of energy drinks to try and keep up like the workload I was doing like on a physical standard. And I did need to take one this morning, and I did. And now I'm a little bit on the crash, so trying to manage that trying to manage that and manage a radio show i try to tell blue collar people all the time you couldn't live a day in my world no it's <laughs> you no. couldn't you couldn't you wouldn't want to well not that they could even but they then they would see what happens they're like no i can't do this i'm not doing this yeah all the women in your messages oh, all the money in your tough. bank account oh speaking of that tim mcgraw's daughter hit you up no. That never – we tried. I, I tried twice. Whatever her <laughs> name is. I forgot her name. Grace. There it is. Yeah. I tried twice. On to the next. Hey, there's a lot of country, <laughs> there's a lot of country music star daughters in Nashville. So. Just, I actually uh, unlimited amounts. Throw enough crap at the wall, something's going to stick. <laughs> That's just what's going to happen here. 615-844-5600. It is Valentine's Day, so if you have somebody that you want to set up with Bruno – and you know this show. You know what goes on in the show. Send me their address and I'll show up. Yeah, they, they want, well. <laughs> <laughs> me, I might get off pretty late tonight, so it might be 11 p.m., 1 a.m., but I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be outside waiting. <laughs> I'll be on their walls. <laughs> uh, 615-844-5600. The bed. Uh, let's go to Jeff in the borough. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? All right, I just, I just want to say, I just want to ask you guys, I don't know if you guys have talked about it since college baseball starting Friday, but. What do y'all think about the new SEC rules? Have y'all seen them? Yes. What do you think? What do you think? I, well, I was glad we should talk about them, but the 10-run rules after seven innings, they say you can do it non-conference if the coaches have to agree before the before they play. Y'all like that? Yeah, I like I like some of the rules. They're integrating what the, the MLB's been doing with the minor league. Now the MLB is this year starting spring training. They're going to be bringing all that stuff up and, you know, the pitch clock, all that kind of stuff. I, I like it. I think baseball needs to evolve a little yet. bit. I think I think that's good. That's not a bad thing. That's not a well, bad thing. Last six hours, that's okay, right? It doesn't though. That's the yeah, thing. Don't, yeah, don't. Okay. They have a saying for Olympic sports, Jeff. Uh, if well, you don't... I mean, yeah, every time on ESPN, I always. Yeah, you can't. What were you gonna say? Yeah, sorry, Jeff. You can't do that, but. And you're a little more gracious, or I'm a little more gracious than you. I was just going to let him come in. Nah, screw that. What were you going to say? When you're in an Olympic <laughs> sport, you they the IOC constantly gives the boards that cover these sports. Like, you have to evolve or we're going to cut you. That's why wrestling, for the longest time, it was a big thing back in 2012. They're going to cut wrestling. And I was like, how do you cut wrestling? Well, the wrestling board was like had big egos, and they never want to change the rules because it's wrestling. It's ancient. It goes back to the Greeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to cut you because that's not how markets work. Baseball's kind of in this weird niche where it has history and the people who watch it love the history. But, man, if you don't evolve, no one's going to watch. It's yeah, going yeah. to fly by you. So Yeah, yeah. Appreciate the call, Jeff. 615-844-5600. Bandy Baseball does start this week. Uh, Friday, actually. Super pumped up. TCU in the college baseball showdown down at Globe Life. That's going to be great. Uh, 3, 3 p.m. first pitch, 2.45 live on the air. You're going to be able to hear Andrew Algreta, the powerful Andrew. I told him today because we were, we were trying to work out schedule to get him onto the show beforehand. Uh, a little peek behind the old curtains there mm -hmm. for everybody. Uh, I said ratings go up when you're on, so we need you in. We need you in. 
the ratings skyrocket, and there's a there's a demand for Andrew Algretta. So now I put it out there. I know he listens to the show. Now he has to come on. Now, which, which, I built it up too much. 615-844-5600. Let's go back to the phone lines. Bob from Bellevue. Bob, how you doing, buddy? Hey, fellas. Uh, just want to talk real quick about the Chiefs and, and their two main players. Mahomes, uh, he is not going to catch Brady. There's no way he's going to win five more Super Bowls. And here's what's killing him. You go back to the 2018 season, and the Chiefs uh, were hosting the Patriots in the championship game and Brady threw a game-ending interception but D Brown was offside and Brady got to keep the ball and run another play and Brady goes on and wins that game he wins Super Bowl if D Ford was not offside Brady's finished and I believe Mahomes would have gone on and won the Super Bowl against the Rams if that happens it's six to three Brady and that gives Mahomes a shot but it's seven to two Man, ain't no way in the world. He'll probably play another 10 to 12 years. He's not going to win five Super Bowls in the next 10 years. What Man, do you think? Well, is it just is that the only criteria to being the GOAT when we say catch Brady? I agree with you. It would be 5-3, too, by I, the way. And I, agree with, I actually agree with you in the sense he won't catch that title record. That title no, record no. is uh, is uncatchable. No. But that's not – but I would still say Patrick Mahomes is the best football player to ever be born on this planet i would still say that without a doubt well what if he what if he doesn't play any more good football from this point on let's say he turns Ooh, into ryan Tannehill. The, he turns into ryan Tannehill the rest of his career he is not better than brady no he, can, gotta, he can't play himself talent you got to do it it's not what i know you can do on your best day it's how many days do you do that uh do you agree with that i mean he hasn't yes. done enough yet to say talent more talented than Brady, I know what you're saying, but you got to prove it on the field year after year. He can't turn into Tannehill the next ten years. You're right. No, he can play himself out of the gold conversation. But the way I, the right. reason I'm so much more confident this year is we saw it. I mean, a high ankle sprain is no joke, and mobility is right. a big part of his game. And he he stepped up to the plate and won. And that Eagles team was amazing. I I had a lot of respect for that Eagles team, all around, all pros everywhere, and they beat him. So I was I was big pumped up for Patrick Mahomes. You can't take away what he's already done. And Bob, I appreciate the call, buddy. We got to run to a break here. Uh, but you know, I, you there can't a lot take of quarter- away what he's quarter- already done. Exactly. There's some quarterbacks that want to be in the goat conversation that don't have one Super Bowl. Yeah, Josh Allen. Right. <laughs> All right. We need to run to the break. We'll go back to the phones when we return. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Good afternoon. It looked like somebody was getting a ticket or something. 440 eastbound over here around Nolensville. Pike and 65 in Barry Hills. Got traffic extra slow with those flashing lights. It's been slow at times westbound in that same area. Traffic's increasing to the south as you continue down through Brentwood, Franklin, through Williamson County. Watch for radar I-40. Certain parts of Dixon County as you continue out past 840. Still moving to the north, uh, northbound on 65. Southbound's been a little slow coming out of Kentucky through that northern part of Robertson County on 65. Southbound, I can still see a delay up there right now. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee, edibles, flowers, concentrates, online for your order at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Call in now to the afternoon stretch, 615-844-5600, and be the most talented person on the show. Sometimes there's just not enough time in an hour, you know? Eric on line one, I am going to get to you at the top of the next hour, if you can hold on with us, just because it's we're getting right up and next to it here. Hey, Derek Carr got released today on that guaranteed contract. Why didn't he just break into the facility and stop, like, just full-on, ass- <laughs> like, assault, you know? Like, close the laptops, cut the power cable, and if it goes the next day and they didn't file the paperwork, he gets the guaranteed money. That's where my mind's at. <laughs> Four, yeah, what is it, $40.5 million? Yeah, you know? You gotta make gr- some sort of Guerrilla warfare, yeah. Like, at, I don't know, something. Call in a fire, like, pull the fire alarm <laughs> in the building and keep them out. <laughs> That's... Yeah. That's a good idea. I, these is why you should be a sports agent, and then you can help guys. <laughs> I, can help, I can help them in a lot of ways. Exactly. Tax evasion. Uh, <laughs> Taxes are coming got. up, by the way, so if you need some help, Bruno Reagan right here on the <laughs> afternoon stretch, four to six. That's where I make my yearly income, the return. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah. Okay. 615-844-5600, though. In the second hour, 
which we just had a good interview with Greg Arias talking about Titans. If you want to catch up on that, WNSR.com. In the second hour, though, Alex Darty is going to be joining us at 525. Up until then, phones are wide open. Eric's going to be the first one we talk to, though. You can't skip Eric. There's zero way for you to call in and get ahead of Eric. I can guarantee you that. You cannot bribe Devlin. You cannot bribe uh, you, Bruno. You can't bribe me, Zach. You can't do it. You can bribe me. For no, sure. no, 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 no. Eric is up first when we come back. That's a guarantee. So if you call in, just know you're going to be second. 615-844-5600. I don't even want you to try. Don't even try to bribe Devlin. All right. He does take free food, though. That is, I mean, if you're going to try, it's got to be that. First hour is done. Second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. I'm Michelle Franzen. Inflation is cooling according to the latest Consumer Price Index. Inflation 6.4% in January compared to the same time last year. Americans are still paying more for consumer goods, but it could signal that the recent rate hikes by the Fed may be working to tame inflation further. But it may not be fast enough. ABC's Alexis Christophorus explains. I don't think today's report deters the Fed from its focus, which is to still get inflation down to that target of 2% and most likely raising interest rates again by a quarter point at its March 22nd meeting. But remember, we get another employment report between now and then and another monthly inflation report. We'll get a better feel for where both those things are. President Biden touting the economic recovery while speaking at the National Association of Counties today. He's offer, also offering condolences on the latest mass shooting. Classes at Michigan State University are canceled for two days following last night's shooting that left three dead and five injured. Police have identified the gunman as Anthony McRae. MSU Deputy Police Police Chief Chris Rosman says the gunman took his own life and there are still questions about motive. We have absolutely uh, no idea what the motive was at this point. We can confirm that the 43-year-old suspect had no affiliation to the university. In Brussels, defense leaders met for NATO talks today on the military and so far for Ukraine, the aid given and the focus as Russia steps up attacks. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in remarks said the coalition has provided nearly $15 billion in aid since the invasion began nearly one year ago. It isn't just our goal to provide equipment. It's to provide full and lasting capabilities. So today we'll continue talking about integrating and synchronizing our support so that Ukraine has combat credible capabilities that matter and endure. California's Powerball officials say they will announce the lone winner of the $2.04 billion jackpot from November this hour. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Jim Rohn. 
Thomas here. Weekdays, 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. And I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. The Afternoon Stretch. The show guaranteed to beat up Devlin McKenzie, Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams. Devlin McKenzie. Mm. Hey, look at you piping up a little bit. <laughs> hey, pans are in March. You, that was the tournament where I got like... A pans, they're not in March. They're in my kitchen. <laughs> God, I hate you. That's for everybody. You're, there. you're like the... I'm going to be a dad. You're, you're, you are white dad comedy. You, you will... Oh, yeah. sir, be ready. Yeah. No. Be ready. I'm going to lean into it. Look, I get it. It's stupid. I'm going to buy Air Monarchs, those Nike, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to be coming out in jean shorts. Like, it's going to be happening. I'm going to lean in super hard into it. Yeah. I don't care about anything else anymore. Yeah. Uh, this year, I'm going to try and get to that point where when I got on Instagram, like, a thousand notifications. I want to do that again. That was addicting. I want to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want more social media followers. Mm. <laughs> Says everybody else in the world, huh? 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in. We're here always, as always, in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Let's go to Eric in Nashville being such a patient guy. We appreciate you holding on, Eric. Well, I appreciate your commentary before the break, Zach. It's, it's, I'm You're real welcome. thankful for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, who, who is it? I heard, is there some congratulations for somebody on the panel? I, I don't remember who, but I thought I heard somebody was saying that there's some congratulations for somebody. Am I correct or am I incorrect in that? Are you referring to the show that happens in the morning? I, I, I don't know. There was something. There was someone who was talking about some sort of congratulations or something. I, 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 I didn't get total wind of it but i have i, I didn't know i am pregnant <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is eric i have a child on the way me and my oh, lovely okay. wife yes 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 well at, but in all seriousness congratulations i'm real happy for you thank and, you sir you know i've never myself been a dad but uh, i know that's got to be real really exciting for you and your wife so congratulations 
terrifying is the best word I think <laughs> for me right now. But yeah, well, see, this is actually the thing, Eric. Uh, I yeah. have, I have. This is my second son. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, my first son. He's about five two, weighs about okay. two hundred and eighty five pounds. Uh, <laughs> black dude in the morning, John Burton. That's my. I'm his dad. Uh, so you tell him I said that, Eric. Okay, I sure will. I sure will. I was just gonna say, you know, that get ready for a lot of sleepless nights. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 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 anyway, I, this one I want to talk about. I wanted to talk about both Super Bowl teams, Kansas City and Philadelphia. And you know, one of the things, of course, I hear. A lot of people talking about is putting Patrick Mahomes and Henry both in top five, both coach and quarterback. Uh, which, and I think a lot of times we're kind of a little bit prisoners of the moment. And uh, you know, of course, another interesting thing you could throw out is, I guess, if uh, Patrick Mahomes had beat Tom Brady when they played the Super Bowl when he was with Tampa Bay, so it could have made it a little bit closer would have been. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, it's hard for me to. Frank Mahomes that high I've heard where people now have Patrick Mahomes like third behind Montana and Brady and some even got a number two behind Brady. To me, you know, I, I I just I just tell you right now, I can't put him above Brady. I can't put him above Montana. I can't put him at Peyton Manning. I don't even know if I can put him above Elway. I I might put him on five, but it, it's it's to me it's still kind of uh way too early for that. And as far as Andy Reid, he's a great coach, but uh, I don't know if he's top five yet because and, and I know I'm older than part of you guys. I'm I'm almost sixty, but I'm talking about I've seen coach like of course Belichick and I've also seen Don Shula who I would say is the second best coach. And of course you gotta throw in guys like Tom Landry and Bill Parcells and Bill Walsh and uh Chuck Noel uh, as far as great coaches. So it, it it's kinda hard for me to put Andy Reid in that category because of course before he came to Kansas City he was ten and nine in the playoffs and he was mm. well, one and five in, in the playoffs. I mean not I'm sorry, but in championship games, they did get to Super Bowl but didn't win for the Eagles. But sometimes it takes that great quarterback and, and coach, and that's what he got when he got with Patrick Bones as well as Belichick with Brady. So if they you don't have the quarterback, you know, a lot of people say it's coaching, but sometimes the quarterback can elevate you, and that's what it's done for both of those guys. So we'll see as it progresses if they can continue to do that. As far as the Eagles, I did think it was their best chance to win the Super Bowl I'm not saying they can't do it, but they've got a lot of big decisions about whether Lash Johnson or uh, Jason Kelsey retires. You've got Fletcher Cox, what they're going to do with him, and Dominican Sue, who they signed in the middle of the season. Plus, like I said, they've got 11 free agents, eight on defense. And there's, they're not going to be able to sign everybody. And uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think Jalen Hurts, the fact he was elevated by the fact that they surrounded him with a ton of weapons. I kind of like he's like some would say a better version than Dak Prescott because he's the type of quarterback that he can certainly win with talent, but I don't think he's the type of quarterback where he can just elevate it himself because Patrick Mahomes it appears about the only quarterback that can do that. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I appreciate the call in, buddy. Good talk to you guys. Y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. And by the and again, Zach, congratulations. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, no, he, I, he hit a lot of things there. A so lot of things go, and a lot go. of good points too. I think well, he's the one thing that stuck out to me most. Two things he said. He's talking about the greats of coaching, and you know, he mentioned Bill Parcells and everything I've heard about that guy. He would have been a better fearer than a football coach, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But when it comes to Jalen Hurts, he said, you know, maybe he's Dak Prescott with a lot of weapons around him. But Dak's had a lot of weapons around him too. I think Jalen Hurts has shown that he's a one of a kind guy, mm-hmm. and you do that when the cards are stacked the highest, the playoff, and he did that. So yeah. I give Jalen Hurts his flares. One other thing he said too that I think make what his whole argument he kind of argued himself there talking about 
Mahomes not be maybe top five all time, but ahead of guys like Elway and uh, different guys like that was what he said with with Andy Reid. Andy Reid is a good coach. Everybody knows Andy Reid is a good coach. Now Andy Reid is a great coach. And that didn't happen because he went to the Chiefs. It happened because Patrick Mahomes went to the Chiefs. And it happened because Andy Reid didn't go in there. I guarantee you he coached Patrick hard, but I guarantee you he also didn't go in there and ruin his potential, which a lot of coaches do. Their mm-hmm. coaches are humans. Think about all the terrible bosses and managers you've had in your life and how you're like, how can this guy be that stupid? But he has the job and he's your boss, quote unquote. Right. There's a lot of coaches like that where they'll have a diamond in the rough type guy. And not even that. They'll just have a blue chip prospect and they just beating him down, beating him down, beating him down. I mean, and it's some stories you never know. Like the guy never gets a, or he can never coaches just sometimes have to get out of the way of themselves and let the players carry them. And that's a skill set in of itself. Nick Sirianni, you kind of mentioned it. Mm-hmm. He did. Ju- he was perfect for that team. Yeah. He injected himself as much as he needed to. And then he let them be themselves as much as he needed to. That's why they were successful. That is good coaching. Good coaching is just not getting in the way of your great great players' greatness. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the the magic of Mahomes mm-hmm. that he he just he can elevate everybody around him. Yeah. That's, the, I think that's a special can, thing. I think Mac Jokes can be a great quarterback. I really do. I'm watching this guy, I'm like, wow, this guy's really good. But he he hates Matt Patricia. Yeah. So that's not good. It's not a recipe for success. Keeping with the conversation of Chiefs coaches, and two new coaches got hired on today, uh, Cardinals and Colts. We already talked a little bit about the Colts side. Cardinals getting their guy as well uh, for their head coaching job. That is another job that Eric Bieniemy does not get. I put out a tweet earlier today uh, because it is, it, it's getting very, very obvious now. Very obvious to be, in my mind, two things. Why Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach. One, this is the first one. This is what a lot of people you'll see on Twitter are probably saying. The NFL GMs, owners of teams are truly racist. They truly are, and they are conspiring to keep a minority coach from going forward. That is that is one. Or two, Eric Bieniemy does not want to leave the Chiefs. Eric Bieniemy wants to stay with the Chiefs, and wait out Andy Reid's retirement. That's the only two options now. Because there is zero, there's no argument. And I know some people got on Twitter and they, they were given their side of the story. I think there's no argument now going forward why Airbnb should not have a head coaching job outside of his own personal choice. So, my take on this is, I, I don't think you can set the fence forever. I don't think the Eric Bannemi doesn't have a head coaching job because the NFL is racist. But I do think race is playing a, a factor here. I, I do at this point. Because the way Andy Reid is kind of pushing for Eric Bannemi, it's like behind closed doors, Eric Bannemi is like, Coach, what do I do? I want, you know, I want to get the new job. I saw some people replying to your tweet, which was a good conversation. I love it when we're going to have silver conversations about things like this. Because there, we all want to find an answer. And it's, well, maybe the NFL thinks NFL being the big wigs for other teams, owners, uh, GMs, things like that who are in the interview process. Maybe they think Eric Bieniemy isn't responsible for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's success and he's riding their coattails. Well, it's kind of how every other 
coach gets their shot. All I mean, of them. That's 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 <laughs> exactly what happens. I mean, Adam Gase is like the best example, like mm-hmm. of guys riding coattails. You 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 get on this streak, you go upward. It's just upward trajectory. You, you know, you're not going to hire losers unless you're the Titans. Like no, unless you're the Titans, no no other team's hiring losers. There are people on winning teams. Eric Bieniemy is a part of one of the most prolific offenses in the league right now. So I think race is st- starting to play and. A like very deep rooted factor in people's heads that may it, it, like it's not like I'm saying you hate black people if you don't agree with me for saying this, but I am saying that it is rather strange and I think there's a correlation to it now. I don't know exactly what it is, that's why I'm talking about it, but I do think it plays a factor now because it's it's ridiculous at this point because anyone else who's having who is who would be having this success, they'd be head coach if they wanted to be. Well, and it, it sounds like he wants to be. I, I and I think I think the racist things off the table personally in the NFL. I don't think that's what they're not looking at Eric Bieniemy saying. Oh, we don't like you because of your skin color. I I, I am going to throw that out there. Uh, hot take from a white straight male, by the way. But I will say that I do think the the second option I put out on Twitter is the is the reason Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job. I think he's waiting out Andy Reid because you know Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the enemy just sees the writing on the walls like, oh, this guy's this guy's going to win a lot. And and Andy Reid is, is is older. Andy Reid is a couple more years at most. Mm-hmm. You have you have Patrick Mahomes for 10 years. So, why not that's the best role. You're anywhere you go is a step down. Yeah, I think the the, the only problem I have that everything you said makes sense. Mhm. Except for the way Andy Reid, after they won the Super Bowl, he's like, it's thanks to Patrick Mahomes, Eric Bien-. Like He's making it a point has, to yeah. elevate this guy. He's making it a point to elevate this guy. And that's just good. That's goodwill by Andy Reid. That's just someone being a good dude trying to elevate their friend into a bigger position. That's what it feels like to me. So it can't be that Eric Bieniemy is turning them down and waiting or intentionally sabotaging interviews. Now, can he inter- can he interview poorly? Maybe. But I would assume you have all these resources around you that are trying to elevate you. You would be a little bit more prepared in this sense. But I'm looking at, you know, I look at coaches like Devlin. I'm sorry I'm forgetting the name off the top of my head. Coach of the Cleveland Browns. You know who I'm talking about. Kevin Stefanski. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That right. guy. Kevin Stefanski. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Paris Jackson Jr. Head coach. Tanking. Like Oh, little, Hugh Jackson. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Hugh Jackson. I, I think people look at Eric Bieniemy and they're like, could this be another Hugh Jackson, Hugh Hugh Jackson case? Mm. And that that's 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 where my head's at. And frankly, it's because we don't get another answer. That's why I hate this process. But when you're turned down of a job, what is it for Eric Bieniemy? Like nineteen interviews now. It's, it's something 19, crazy. It's yeah, twenty. There's nineteen te- teams. Yeah, not just interviews. Teams. It's over half the league. And it's not like they're going to call him back after they fire the next guy. You know, they already know what he's about. You can't find another offensive coordinator. Or coordinator. I'll just say that. You cannot find another coordinator with the laundry list of accolades that he has. And there were some good replies in my tweet uh, that were giving some yeah, hand, both sides. Uh, Anchorofgold.com jumped in. Mm-hmm. I, and I think d- kind of defending what I'm saying, uh, saying that you know Josh McDaniels rode the coattails of Tom, Tom Brady, Brady and Bill Belichick and got two different jobs. Nobody held it against him for that because it wasn't like Josh McDaniels really did anything for the Patriots. He was just – he had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick running the whole show. I mean, um, gosh, what am I so off on names today? Bears head coach, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy rode the Chiefs' success train straight to the Bears. Yeah. Now he's back on the Chiefs. And then – And it's, it's possible he gets hired before Eric. Yeah. 
No. Uh, what what does that make sense? And the NFL the NFL is football. So Eric Bannerman might be bad at interviews or whatever it is, but football is a different industry where you don't have to be Socrates up there talking. I mean, Derek Dooley was a head coach, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know, as long as you can get people in a position to play winning football, you're a good coach. Yeah. So it it I'm running, and I don't want I don't want to point at people and be like, this is a racist institution or a racist thing. The problem is, is they're really giving me no other options. Yeah. The uh, the adverse of going against what I'm saying, uh, which I think is there's something to it on Twitter at sex haver Andy. No uh, way. Is that actually his name? <laughs> that's his name. I mean, shout out, right? Shout out. Twitter, don't <laughs> change. It uh, says, or he's terrible at interviewing, which possibly, has a horrific past that includes beating women, which... Hey, fair. He has a past, and I that's a blunt... He does have a lot of past. There's some other people that got on there and like, I know per, firsthand, uh, firsthand situations of kids getting recruited to Colorado where he was at and having just crazy stories and just like, Oh, I'm not going to Colorado because of Eric Bieniemy. that there are stories out there. Hey, that these, these, the NFL teams have elite level background checks. So, and then the other one that I think a lot of people are throwing out there is doesn't design plays, doesn't call plays. I think that's stupid. Silly. That you're, not one to me, OC, you're not the OC. Yeah. You're, you're, you don't have the title of OC and you sit back and do nothing. You are leading those meetings. Yeah. You're leading the meetings. You're leading the conversations. That's why you have the title. I'll uh, I'll say the 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 team that's going to get fleeced out of all these uh, new hirings, uh, it's the Cardinals. It's one hundred percent the Cardinals. You think? Who, yes. It, the Cardinals have anybody even remotely on their radar right now? No, they hired today. Oh, excuse they me. hired their head coach Jonathan Gannon, the DC for the Eagles. Why would I say that? Why do you think I would say they got they're going to get screwed over by this? Well, it's the Cardinals. They. I mean, Nick was really ahead of it more than anybody else. <laughs> Move the team, fire everybody. <laughs> Turn it into a parking it. lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, which is a hilarious take. They're so. they're hiring the Eagles DC as this defensive guru when they just played the worst NFC ever. And we just watched that that secondary that was so elite on every category get absolutely destroyed because frankly, the the defensive stats for the Eagles are inflated by how bad it is. So I think that's how he got his job. It's it's wild. Maybe. If I was to hire any coach, it's – I mean, the reason the Patriot way got so popular is because the Patriot way, they were having the most success and there was the most connection to right. a successful coach. The point of co – what does an NFL head coach do? You hire like 16 other coaches. Yeah. So you have to hire 16 other competent people. That's what you uh, – all a head coach is is just basically a, a upper-level management. Like and not even really on the executive decision making level. Those sixteen coaches you hire are going to run the show. They're going to coordinate the defense. If you're a head coach and you are in the coordination process really tight, you're you're doing it wrong. You can give you can go in the meetings and give your coordinators a direction of style you want to play, which is I'm sure what Mike Rabel does with with every offensive coordinator he's ever had. And you know we're going to run inside zone, outside zone, maybe some power, and then go off the play action that's what we do and then you can add the coordinators add their own flavor to it and the way they call it right that's so that's how it works but you can't be a head coach and you're like we're gonna run four three base and the head coach can't just be over there coaching the defense the entire time that's not it's not your job you're you're the ceo jeff bezos said it best you make like six important decisions a year you get paid a lot for it hmm. that's what a head coach does so it it doesn't prev like it does 
on-the-field success isn't really even the best indicator of if you're going to be a successful head coach or not. Do you have the connections to just have people want to join in your room and have elite-level veteran decision-making around you from the coaches to the players? Yeah. Uh, we got to run to a break. When we come back, we're going to switch up the conversation, talk a little Preds hockey with Alex Darty of A to Z Sports. If you want to jump in, though, 615-844-5600 after this year on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Pretty slow through downtown right now, as expected for this time of the afternoon. 40 east and westbound at Demumbrium. Broadway at the south loop, the west loop. Steady flow and traffic continues. I-40 out through Wilson County, the Mount Juliet area. Uh, just be careful. Lots of radar, not only in Wilson, but through Rutherford County as well. Uh, up and down I-24. Traffic still looks good right now. I-40 out through Kingston Springs in both directions. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp. Serving up lab-tested top shelf hemp products across Tennessee. Edibles, flowers, concentrates. Order online. Snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems, end all collections, and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one the time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Afternoon Stretch with Zatch Williams and some dude named after a 1940s cartoon baby who was in reality a gangster on the run from the police. The Afternoon Stretch, Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Going to switch up the conversation from the oblong spheroid to a... I don't know what the technical term for a hockey puck would be. I mean, it's a sphere... But it's like a square on the side, you know, and then a sphere <laughs> the, on the other side. The forbidden Oreo. It's not a sphere. It's like a circle. Devlin. Devlin went to talk. <laughs> I feel like it's technically a cylinder. A cylinder. Yeah. It's really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I think you're right on that. That's why I think they, that's what hockey says is a cylinder. I remember I just had my thang fingers when I was a kid. And I was like, I'm going to catch a fast speed hockey puck with this. <laughs> And then your hand shatters in half. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> Let's talk with our good buddy Alex Darty of A to Z Sports covers all things Preds. Also on this show, we call him the White Dragon. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are y'all doing today? Doing well. Do do other shows start calling? Have they started calling you the White Dragon, or is that just here? Uh, definitely not. It's just here. That's just a. That's just that's just this show. Well, I guess we're Pro- special. And probably that will always be the case. Happy Valentine's Day to you. I love you. <laughs> Happy Valentine's to you, gentlemen, as well. Uh, I, I hope I hope today is uh, as as good of a Valentine's Day as you've ever had, uh, simply because I am on the show now. So you're not going to say it back. You didn't say it back. I, I mean, that's crazy. You know, Valentine's Day is not great now. <laughs> I love you too. Thank there you. We Finally, we're 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 back. We're All back. right, we're talking about love. Now let's talk about hate. Uh, I saw Predators fans about to jump off the building. What's <laughs> going on? Yeah, last night was pretty bad. Um, it was it was very. Uh, it, I mean, I was honestly pretty surprised that they lost that game. Um, I I really kind of thought that they would kind of roll uh, over Arizona. I mean, Arizona didn't even have one of their best players, J- Jacob Chikrin, who's on the trade block. Uh, didn't play because they're holding him out for trade purposes, and uh, he didn't even play, and and they lose uh, what four to two, and uh, man, I th- there have been an awful lot of bad losses, and that goes up there. I mean, it's so it's just, and it it really just it sparked me to to really make the make the call. I mean, I I I published today that I I really think that they just need to go ahead and start selling like. It's been I've been kind of leaning that direction for a while, um, and I, I I don't think I think most people have have been in that camp for a long time. But you know I try to be a little bit more patient with things, a little bit more reasonable, a little bit more take all of the evidence into account. You know th- think about all of the different factors, but I, I just think that they have they have to just rip the band aid and start selling and do it now. I mean. Trade deadline is March third. Go ahead and just throw some pieces out there. See what's it. See what people want to give you for a Mikhail Granlund or for a Nino Niederreiter or for a Matias Ekholm or for a Dante Fabro. 
And that's, I mean, they, that's where they are. They, they, they simply cannot think of themselves as a playoff team right now. Well, what kind of progress can be made before a trade deadline? Because I, when you look at the other major sports, I mean, the NBA, uh, lives can change during that in terms of a franchise. You get the NFL, maybe it's a little less drastic. How does that work out in hockey? <clears throat> can, the play, can the Preds somehow salvage a season, or are they trying to salvage the longevity of the franchise at this point? I, I think they need to punt on this season. Uh, if fold, maybe that's the better term. Just call this season uh, mm. a loss in terms of the playoffs and and start building some prospects. You don't have to sell everything. I mean, there are people out there who want to sell everything and and you know try to get someone to take Johansson and Duchesne and even even some of the the good pieces like Soros. I mean, that, I've seen UC Soros come up. A lot of people want to trade UC Soros. I don't think that's the solution. Uh, I think you can still manage to have a really good team to next year if you if you have him on board. But I, I, I don't think that you're going to – just looking at the way the schedule shakes out and with now Philip Forsberg out for some time, we don't know how long, I just don't see the wins on the schedule. I mean, there's literally only 31 games left. In the first 51 games of the season, they're, what, six points out of the playoff spot. There's, there's no way that they're going to be able to make this work uh, with, with the way – with the way they with the way they think it's going to work, I mean, I I don't I don't see the wins on the schedule, so I uh, don't see it happening. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they make that call sooner rather than later. Because if they wait until after the trade deadline, then they're really screwed. Talking with Alex Darty of A to Z Sports, you can follow him on Twitter, Alex Darty One. Uh, the 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 conversation that that's being had too now, and David Poyle obviously was asked this earlier today. Uh, the future of John Hines, um, you know, what you're saying is it's it's all bad and it's time to look to the future. Well, typically you get that with a head coaching change. Uh, do you expect anything of that nature to come about? No, I really don't. Uh, I, I, I think Poyle is comfortable with John Hines mm. at this point. Um, I, I really think it comes down to the to the players that he has. I think I think the pieces that he's put together just aren't the ones that he needs. Um, personally, I I think John Hines is a fine coach. I don't know how, I don't know what his ceiling is uh, as in terms of like, how far can he go to win? But I do think that he's a modern style coach. And and by that, I mean, he's not an old style, uh, really, you know, rough around the edges, um, having, you know, (laughs) having, having guys throw up at practice because you're running them so hard. He's really more of a modern coach. He does. He, he, he embraces analytics. He embraces stats. Uh, and and advanced sort of metrics to analyze his players. He he embraces newer uh, progressive style of coaching, and I think that that's what you need. Uh, I just think it comes down to the players, and I think he's got himself a situation where he's got some some players that are past their prime that are trying to play like they're at their peak, and they're just not. And um, I I don't think that whoever the next I'll also say this. <laughs> I don't think that whoever the next coach is for the Nashville Predators, if it's not John Hines. I don't think Poyle is going to get to make that call. It's it's going to be whoever the next GM is going to be. So I think I think Hines and Poyle are kind of kind of tethered together at this point. They're 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 kind of a package deal. And once one of them's gone, the other one's going to be gone too. I think you mentioned a word that that makes sports fans that that that's like the death of a sports. And take it from me, Alex. I cover. I don't cover. I live Vanderbilt sports, and we get to this <laughs> point all the time, and it's comfortable. 
right? Like coaches, Jerry Stackhouse, why he was getting a lot of criticism for Vanderbilt basketball. He just got, he was getting, we were comfortable in a very bottom place. Now we've kind of risen up and sports is never as good as it seems, never as bad as it seems. But Poyle and the Preds organization right now, it feels like they, they're in a place of comfort because there's that illusion they can't do anything. They have the vets, they have the players. It's not working out. Okay, not much we can change. There's got to be something they can at least do to market to fans that there's there's some excitement for Nashville hockey because it seems like it's at an all-time low in my adult life since I've graduated. Yeah, um, everything is very comfortable in terms of where the ownership is, I think, except for, well, I, I, I you know, with the with the ownership changing, I think there's definitely going to be a, a a change in that comfort level. And I, I, I do think Haslam is going to make some changes that will probably be welcome. But I think those changes could come a bit sooner. I mean, if you think about the all of the changes that have happened with the Nashville Predators since their existence, all of the shakeups, I guess I should say, you know, firing Barry Trotz, uh, hiring Peter Laviolette and then firing him, getting John Hines in there, all of the all of the major trades, all of the buyouts, all of the contract stuff, may, sign, signing major players. The only thing all of that has in common is David Poyle. He is the last man standing in terms of what haven't we tried? You know, if you're the owners, mm. what haven't we tried yet? We've tried all this other stuff. The last thing they haven't tried is getting a new general manager and it's, you know, it's time. I think there's, it was, I think it was time last year, maybe even the year before, but there, it just needs, it needs to happen. And until they do, I just don't think that they're going to find any success. And also, like you said, it, they're, they're not going to find that renewed fan base, rejuvenation, rejuvenated fan base that they, that they need. Well, Alex, I, I want you to, I want you to put on your, your, your Preds marketing hat now. <laughs> Because what we're talking about, and Preds fans out there listening would probably say, why would I still want to watch this team? Why am I buying tickets? Why am I going to see these Preds play? Why am I watching on TV? If, if, if they sell, because they're, it's, a, it's essentially tanking, right? Right. And, yeah. and, and so it, if, what is the, what's the reason why these fans should still be paying attention to the Preds right now? Well, that's the thing that – that's kind of the, the – the, the troubling question because I think that you could make an argument that the reason they've never the reason they've never tanked before they've had opportunities they've been in positions where they could have I think the reason they've never done it is because they're afraid of the of exactly that they're afraid of what would happen if they went through a a, a two to three four year really really bad period where the team was truly awful and what would the fan attendance be like? personally i think there are a lot of people who go to predators fans who are not even really casual preds fans they're just they're just there they're here in nashville just to have a good time and they're gonna they're always gonna be there i mean downtown i don't know if you've been recently is not short on people i mean there's a lot of people downtown every single night of the week and uh you you get ticket prices maybe a little bit less that's another issue but you know ticket prices are pretty high these days but if, if you get to a place where you can get people into a, a hockey game on a Tuesday night for 20 bucks a seat, uh, you know, you'll, you'll still have some fans, but that is the problem. I don't know how you market that. I think the only possible way to market it is if you get yourself in a position where you know, you're going to get a really top player They're They're too far away from the bottom of the league right now to, to be in on Connor Bedard, who's 
it looks everything like a generational player, but you know, that, how often does that happen? I mean, there's once every five years, you get one of those, you know, those opportunities, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, and potentially this Connor Bedard, but that that's the tough question. I don't know how they market it. I think they just have to bite the bullet and say, look, we're going to have to just not be good for a while. Hopefully most of the fans stick around. Can we manage with just 13,000 in attendance as opposed to 17,000? And if they can, then they got to do it. But I w- and, and sorry to cut you off. Second, yeah, totally dude. It's my <laughs> turn. You had your turn. <laughs> in the world of pro sport, in the pro, pro sports, as a coach and as a GM, like you can say you have a lifetime, whatever you're ingrained in a culture, mm-hmm. but you lose enough and you won't be right. right. So, yeah. it it seems like we're truly backed in a corner because we c- the predator the predators and those who are employed by them can't afford to tank. You'll lose your job. Well, and that actually leads into what I was going to say yeah. is that. Uh, it seems like the thing to help market this team, Alex, is to move on from Poyle. I think that's probably yeah, the one commonality like, that everybody wants to do right now that's a Preds fan. They're like, it's time to move on from Poyle. It's really the only way to generate excitement. Like when yes. Mason was losing 0-10, I mean, it was nobody. Then Clark Lee gets in, at least you're excited for something. You're like, one win, yes, you know? So, <laughs> I don't know. Now, I, I think there's, there's one slight hiccup with that that people may not consider, and that is – I, I think there's a very solid chance that the next person in charge is going to be Brian Poyle, but it, it, let's assume that that's not true. The, we we know now, and this David Poyle's talked about this, that his his contract is sort of a, an annual review type thing, where at the end of the year mm-hmm. he meets with the owners and and Sean Henry, and they just say we're going to re up you for the next year. I just wonder what that conversation is going to be like this year. And if that, if that re renewal process does happen, because you know, it's, we, we all, we've often said David Paul is never going to get fired. That will not happen, but you could get around that by just saying, well, we're just not renewing his contract this year. So, mm-hmm. um, and yes, but your, your, the larger point remains, that would be probably the way to market it is we're going a new direction under new management. We now are uh, moving on from, David Poyle, we thank him for our 25 years of uh, 26 years of of management. Now we're moving in a new direction. Buy your tickets here. Mm. Alex Darty has been our guest. You can find him on Twitter at Alex Darty One. The White Dragon again, just bringing the heat today. We always love it, Alex. Yeah, and we got two more weeks to the trade deadline. It's about to get spicy. It's about to get real hot up in here. We got if things if things go the way I think they will. You might see some action. I mean, you might see some real pieces move out, some draft picks. They're not going to be buyers. We know that. But sellers, for sure, I, I think is coming. Mm, I'd love to see it. Thanks, Alex, for jumping on with us, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you next week. Absolutely. Good stuff from Alex. You know who's sellers? People who are getting divorced, right? It's never good when you're selling. <laughs> like, <laughs> No. They're like, take it, they're like, take it all. Garage sale. The house is getting empty. We're liquidating. We're moving. It's all you, you can just be moving. You know what I mean? Well, then, well, then you're a military family, and <laughs> it's a different thing. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to jump in, when we return, we get to jump a little sooner than what we would do usually because it's going to be our Austin Hardy keeping a safe picks of the week. Love it, love it. Back after this here on the afternoon stretch. 
Good afternoon. They're trying to move a wreck over here on 440 westbound near West End and Murphy Road. They should have it to the side here in just a second. It's still heavy going the other way on 440 East and Nolensville. Probably Corey connects uh, with I-24. 24 is busy as you head out towards Murfreesboro uh, through Rutherford County. It's actually been in pretty good shape. Now we have seen radar in the Mount Juliet area down uh, 40 East and Westbound at times. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, it's going to be sunny with a high of 64, mainly clear tonight, low 38. For Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high 66, mostly cloudy Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking schools. You can get a plus personnel to Rocky top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past. 
producing plays. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Call in now to the afternoon stretch, 615-844-5600, and be the most talented person on the show. The afternoon stretch, Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams, 615-844-5600 if you want to get in. But now it is time for Austin Hardy keeping a safe picks of the week. Time now for the keeping you safe pick of the week brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. It's a little bit early, but it's a little bit necessary as we want to get you those picks that you so desperately need. Let's start it off with, of course, Austin Hardy, obviously. We'll talk a little bit more about him in just a moment, but Bruno. Listen, let's let's head off right now with an absolute lock of the week. Alabama's a two-and-a-half-point underdog against Tennessee. I'm not even going to take the points. I'm going to take straight-up Alabama the money line on that one. I mean, uh, Tennessee is, is a team. Is Brandon Miller out or something? Like, is there is there – what is the reason for that? I'm not sure. I would assume just home court advantage has to be – that kind of mindset maybe they're bouncing for a tennessee bounce back vegas always knows something that's why i always get scared of these lines when it comes to football season but alabama's been so dominant basketball this year um i just don't hey like way watched, too dominant i watched alabama beat vanderbilt by what was it 47 points 57 points and i watched vanderbilt beat tennessee like within the same week so i think it's a very 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 safe pick of the week yeah, that that one is uh, that one's crazy. That I I I was looking for them on that because I was like, I wonder what Tennessee what the what the line is with that. I would not have put that Tennessee is going in as the favorite. I do not expect any kind of bounce back of enough mm-hmm. to beat to one alone have points on top of Alabama, but to just beat them anyway. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, maybe Keep it a safe pick of the week. That seems very safe. That's uh. Free money is what that honestly is. Lucky for Tennessee, they're still ranked in the top ten. By the way, they probably should have dropped further. I get it was it was uh, you know buzzer beater wins over them, but still, Devlin McKenzie, where are you going this week? NBA. Ah, round ball, more it's, round ball. This is this game is tonight. Ooh, Phoenix Suns, Sacramento Kings. Is Kevin Durant playing? I don't know. That, that is up in air. I'm not sure his actual status of the game. I don't um, think he's in. I am going to risk it anyway and take Phoenix straight money line. Mm. That's all I'm taking. Right now they're a two-and-a-half-point spread against Sacramento. Uh, if he is playing, I think it's I think the spread is a lock. But if he's not, I'm again, that's up in air uh, to my knowledge. He's out. He's out. Uh, I still like Phoenix in this game. I'm taking money line. Keeping it safe. That's what we do here on this segment. We keep it safe. I like the money line. Stay away from the spread in this game. Sacramento's still a great team, but I like Phoenix at home in this one. Uh, I'm going to take a Valentine's Day game as well. I'm also going to go round ball, but I'm going to go college. And I think this one uh, is easily the best the best one. I mean, Tennessee's really good. I'm not going to lie. That one was kind of crazy. I can't believe Alabama is the underdog still. Uh what is what is the number one thing a team does when they get a giant upset over a top-ranked team in college Suck. sports? I mean, they're terrible, right? That's what happens. They got a big head, and then they suck. 
Well, thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing live. Well, live is going to happen tonight, and Missouri is taking on Auburn. Coming off their wild weekend of a buzzer beater win, I don't think this is going to carry any energy into Auburn. I think Auburn is going to crush them. So I'm going to be taking Auburn on the points tonight. Six and a half is the point spread. I think Auburn wins that easily. They cover that easily. That is as safe as you can get. Any words? No, I like it. Where does like it, it match up? Because I got I got a little bit of cash after Volk lost me some. Volk didn't lo- Volk didn't lose me. It. Uh, very, Volk, I shouldn't have said that to you. I shouldn't have said that. You feel you. bad about that one? Yes, because he's a warrior. So go ahead. But I got so I need to win. I need to win all that money back. So let's keep it safe. Uh, and you're t- so I'm taking Auburn six and a half tonight. Alabama money line. You're taking Alabama money line, which is plus money by the way. That's plus money. So. I mean, just craziness does happen. And then, Devlin, you are? Phoenix Suns, money line. Tonight. Phoenix Suns tonight, right. That's what it is. I'm trying to get the uh, fully enhanced odds here for for both of those. Uh, I can't find Phoenix Suns. I why can I not? minus 150, but I'll look it up as well. Yeah, why if can't you can't I find, find it, them? that means the, odd, the odds might be getting changed. It could also be moment. that something was being stupid there. So you're taking the, you're taking the money line. Correct. Correct. All right, there we go. So that puts us out to a three-leg parlay of the keeping it safe picks, if you want to. But the safe thing is always take these as straights uh, for plus 578. See, that would give me all my money back. <laughs> that would get me back to square one. Ten right? bucks wins you 57 on that one. Yeah. What is 75? You have to find what is, out what is tomorrow. 75 win you? Hmm. For a non biased answer, that would win you $434. Yeah. I was asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your burner account was asking. <laughs> yeah. Ah, there we go. Uh, that's not a bad one. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Uh, the real safe pick is Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance Agent. Obviously, we'll keep it here. But <laughs> real pick, State Farm, Austin Hardy, Insurance Agent. Check them out. 7110 Town Center Way. Sweet one here in Brentwood, Tennessee. You can get them on the phone at 615-810-9999. And then check them out on the web at insuredwithaustin.com. Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance Agent. That's your best source. That's your best resource. When you're when those days happen, you want an agent that's going to be on your side. Austin Hardy is that guy. Go check him out once again. InsuredWithAustin.com. All right, so final moments here of the show. What do we look at hiring-wise in the NFL? I mean, it, it, everything's juxt. Everything's up in the air right now. There is no real sense. Where, where are we at right now? One point I'd like to make, sorry, um, is <laughs> – Why are you sorry? Go ahead. We talk. I, if I'm interrupting. Yeah, right. So You're interrupting me to the, talk. The Cardinals, bad hire. Just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they got him for five years. I think that is what that contract was. I think, and this is biased, but I think that that leads Cincinnati to, to another AFC championship next year because they're keeping their coordinators. Yeah, Lou uh, Ar- Arnoretto. Yeah. I think that's how so you say it. The entire name. team's coming back for Cincinnati, essentially. I mean, like, they're all the big weapons, except for who? A one wide receiver that's like a wide receiver. T. Higgins, possibly, but yeah. he's saying that he wants to stay. Uh, he's saying he wants to stay. Of course, he wants to stay. I don't blame him. I mean, how do you not? Uh, I saw the odds. I don't know if I sent it into our group thread or where it was. Uh, there it is. Yeah, I found it. So uh, the 2024 Super Bowl winning open odds. They they all opened up the top best. Or I guess the favorite, if you will, Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs at a plus six fifty, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to repeat. Mm-hmm. I, I was big on the they Chiefs this will. year. I just don't think they're going to repeat. They could. They're good enough to do it. That's the real fact of it all. But 
Uh, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. Next up is the San Francisco 49ers. Or sorry, sorry. Next up will be the Buffalo Bills. How somehow they're staying up in that no, conversation. Oh, don't touch them. Plus 850. Bengals, plus 900. That's a good one. I, I, you can make a real case on that one. Uh, Eagles, plus 900, which also, good okay. case. Uh, then the San Francisco 49ers at plus 900. Cowboys, plus that. 1,500. I hate that. Ravens, plus 1,600. Uh, Chargers plus 2,000, and the Lions plus 2,500 in that, that one. That is the worst bet you can place down is a 2,500 on the Lions. You better get 5,000 for the Lions. If you're going to bet anyone outside of the plus 900, which was, I think, the Eagles and the Bengals were the cutoff, you have to go either Ravens or Chargers off of a young buck quarterback having his best year, like Lamar or Lamar finally putting it, putting it together in the playoff or Justin Herbert finally coming in. Coming in. But other than that, I'll tell you one. I'll give you one. This one, this one actually feels like I, I might put a future on this, just because it really is. Don't say it again. Wait, who do you think? I'm just. I just don't want you to say Jacksonville again. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I think Jacksonville could be good. They're, yeah, I think they would be good, but I don't think future to win the Super Bowl. Team Bowls. that nobody thought was going to do anything this year. A team that needs to make a change at quarterback, in my opinion, and they are just one name away from just going into that next level. Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks are plus 6,000 on winning a Super Bowl next year. They have tremendous running back in Ken Walker. He's very underrated. You have DK Metcalf out in the wings. I mean, they have solid players. All the way. They have good linebackers. They have they have a good defense. If they can get a couple pieces and just find that quarterback. I don't think Geno Smith is going to be the guy to do it. If they find a quarterback on that team, that's all they were missing last year. Where are the Jets at? That's what I was going to say. Me and Devlin, we're just disguised. <laughs> you described, the way you were describing the team, with just all they need is a quarterback, great team all around them. Then you said Seahawks. was shocked. I thought for One sure of these teams Jets. made the playoffs, one didn't. And they did this year when they were expected to be like a zero win. And you say, it, you, say, you say it all the time. One team plays in the NFC and one team plays in the AFC. I mean, yeah. fair argument. Yeah. Uh, the Jets are plus 2,500. I don't like that. I don't like it either because the division is a little stacked. And that, they may not get a quarterback. Like that, yeah. this whole thought of like, oh, they could get a quarterback. They may yeah. not. It's possible. They well, don't. They're, they're in a tough division. Buffalo yeah. will be good. Miami will be good. The Patriots will be good. So yeah, that's that's a little bit tougher. The Titans for anybody for our local flavor. Oh my God! Where would you think their odds are? Five thousand. Five thousand. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Seven thousand. Yeah. If it, there goes Devlin again. Just going to the moon. <laughs> they they have about as good of a chance as the team plus a million, right, Devlin? Yeah, they're plus a million. Titans fans tamper your expectations. Super Bowl is not coming. What's the lowest right now? The lowest odds like twenty something, twenty definitely Houston, twenty eight thousand Houston, twenty eight thousand the Cardinals, twenty five thousand is the Colts, and then plus seven fifty the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints wouldn't be a bad one either to put a little. A little cheddar. You on, love I the feel Saints. Like. You really do like them because they have a good team. They were just once again that obviously quarterback not. Away. Obviously not. Oh they just no, don't have a good team. They, they have a talented team. They have a talented team. Nah, good team. It's a good team. I think nah. if they have a good quarterback. <laughs> if Andy Dalton isn't running out there to honestly have not bad stats but still lose games, if Jameis Winston isn't running out there, they they just got to find somebody else. That's Derek Carr is that's apparently where he's thinking about going. 
Them and Panthers, very, very obvious. The NFC South is the place to go. I'll take a double shot of bleach if Derek Carr leads the Saints to the Super Bowl. I will, t- I will self-sabotage myself. Devil and clip it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to save that one up. I need to put it into the records uh, going forward. All right, we are done today. Uh, great interview with Alex Darty. If you want to listen to some Preds, also Greg Arias earlier in the first hour, check it out, WNSR.com. Click the afternoon stretch tab. Be able to do it right there. Remember, if nobody's told you, I love you and you matter. We will be back tomorrow. Just, just wait on it. It's gonna be great. We're gonna, we're gonna have a great show tomorrow. I don't, I don't know who it's gonna be. I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna end this sentence either, Devlin. I may end it right now, but I may not. I may not, Devlin. Devlin's wanting me to go and end it. We got Valentine's plans, Devlin. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow.